DD214 Network podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from the DD214 Network is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as fair use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now because we have you. morning good morning good morning it's your boys it's uh jonathan jay and the one and only go fuck yourself <laughs> oh shit please let please let me in on that I'm, I'm 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 out of the loop so please let me in on that what was what was that he looks like triple h you were the one that's the fucking it. sound again oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah fucking okay, yeah. sound again he does yeah do it let me hear that again it was a little too low that's way that's way too low. That's why I didn't that's probably why I didn't catch it. There it is. There it is. WWE is gonna come right after us right now. Oh, They're gonna come what, right what, what, That's a copyright strike if I've ever fucking seen one. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd, was that shit at the end of Rocky Five? Like, sue me for what? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like yeah. yeah, it's like you can't really sue me for nothing because like I don't have anything to sue for. So what are you gonna what do you want? <laughs> I haven't oh, won the lottery yet. If I did, no, I, we'd I be having a totally bro. different show today, guys. You can have just, the just throwing it out there. You that is it. so funny that you brought that up because I just read an article, like literally right before we got together, about like soldiers like winning the lottery, uh-huh. and that this this whole myth about being like, oh yeah, now we're gonna get kicked out, but it's not always. It's not always that true, but you can request separation. And, yeah. there, and, there, and there are ways to request separation, but it is definitely not an overnight thing. And you still and you still are absolutely expected to uphold uh, your some, duties. So, yeah, some yeah. duties and, and some and your bearings, your military bearings up until you get the DD-214. So even if if you became a billionaire overnight, yes, I would be talking to the, the commander, your, you know, your your first lines and your, you know, your commanders immediately about that, you know, with. But, you know, that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you become rich, like, how many people do you really want to know? You know what I mean? So that's, like, so, the, the commander is the commander is probably the first person I would actually go to in that situation because it's just one person. So, you know? so, so this is this is where I'm going to totally derail the conversation for a minute then. Since none of us are getting rich? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I, 
I have a once once the Powerball hits X amount, I start buying fucking tickets. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing just, wrong with just that. because you your odds are your odds I, are as good as anybody else's. So yeah, so it's it's one of those things. But what the fuck would you do with that kind of money? That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of it is, I I have a I have a couple of things that I would do like probably like in the in the forefront, but everything on the back end, I have no fucking idea. Like that's where See, I, I, I that would be really hard to like. It would be really hard to like exactly what do you what do you want to do or what do you maybe need to do mm-hmm. first? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and how well, and, and where where do the, where where do all those stations lay on the? On the I track? can I can tell you exactly the first things I'd do. Buy my buy a house, and I'm not going to go buy some like fucking three million dollar fucking mega mansion or some shit oh, like no. that. I'm just going to get me a nice four bedroom, three bath with like a bonus room type house. Nothing fucking fancy. Might cost 350, 400K. Pay off the cars. Pay off all my debt and pay off the the fiance's student loans. All her debt. That way, the only bills I'll have are going to be electricity, fucking water bill, property tax, tax, um, you know, the basic shit. Second thing I'd do, I'd purchase a studio for my content. I would purchase a building outright, or I would just build a building on my property because I'm not going to buy a house and not get acreage. If I buy a house, I want at least 10 acres. And if I've got 10 acres of land, I've got the room to put up a studio on my own property. And the range. And me, me, meanwhile, I'm over here just happy I'm not living under a fucking bridge, right? Like fucking. Yeah, and you know, well, what's I mean, I, I'm not too far off for what. Like, I would do the same thing. I would buy like a good like one, two floor house, couple bedrooms, land. I would definitely build the studio on the on the property. Nice. But I, what I would also do is invest on the property, like in a city location where others could go in there and record their shows. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would definitely want to do something like a, um, because you see it a lot now with with the remote work environment where there's a lot of businesses where the business model is, hey, it's uh, you can rent a space from us by the day, by the week to work. Um, And I would do something like that for content creation, have a building where you can come in, you bring your laptop, your, your gear, I'll have, you know, like mics and shit for podcasting or whatnot to where you can rent a podcasting studio, do something like that. So I've got yeah. an income stream at the same time to cover those property taxes and shit that I'm going to yeah. have. I'd actually like to interject because like, I didn't want to like talk about this shit because I didn't want to post bad luck, but I'm just too excited about it. I've started like the, the, the very first blueprints of, getting a studio done like working on like you know looking at prices um one of the coolest things i've ever seen and i think it's probably going to be more useful especially like for dd214 are these like roll up i think you've seen them schooling they're like these roll up roll up led screens and you can put them on take them off put them anywhere like i could travel them Mm -hmm. with me to kansas city put them up on your wall back there and we'll have like a little podcast Thing going on with vertical screens that we could change around and stuff and like the, it's it's 
it's like it's it's just so exciting because like we we have so much fun with this and to be the main focus is getting the stuff to make a mobile studio and and that's right. yeah you know it, it's not far to what we do now we could literally pick up our stuff and go to a fucking library if we wanted to or even hell we can go to we could do this shit on our phones if we wanted to you know with with the right connected uh, equipment it, it's it's so sloppy. i'm gonna I'm going to go ahead and say, because I was the first to technically test it out of the three of us Let's by, you know, using my iPad. Because remember the episode earlier this year, I was traveling home from Tennessee and I was on my iPad. That's where, right. Which was mobile sure. connected. Um, there's a couple issues with that that I noticed from using a mobile platform, like an iPad or an iPhone. So like when we do our intro, when we first go live, the intro from a mobile device, you just see a black screen. You don't hear the intro sounds. You don't see any of the actual oh, intro shit. graphics. None of that. Um, two, if you're, say, on the road and you join, we saw it firsthand with me. I was in and out because my connection was choppy, even though there were Depending where there was a were. long stretch where I had great signal. And then once I got into the mountains, it was in and out. Um, now... For, for a proper mobile setup, I would say we are, you know, just at one location altogether type of thing. And that's not really a mobile setup. That's just a traveling setup for yep, when we yep. do all get together in person again. To do a show, we have to have some kind of way to control everything. Yep. And the biggest thing is audio. Mm-hmm. And and Jason and yeah, I, I I see his face. He's like, I don't know what the fuck Got you nothing, guys are dude. talking about. Got nothing, y'all 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 enjoy. Keep swimming them. We water. like we we like breaking Jay's brain. That's all there is to it. It's like when you see my eyes start crossing, like watering up and shit, and I'm just like sitting here, like politely nodding my head because I have no fucking clue what what's going on or being talked about. Well, and that's and that's exactly why you've got me and John Jay because we're the we're. Well, I'm the tech person. John just he's he's getting more into it the more I've been around because I'm showing it's him true. shit. It's true. I've been showing like, him things and teaching him the way of the audio and all good. that crap. So well, yeah, and, and dude, that's that's the piece I was missing because this is like I actually been thinking about doing like a whole clean Sanchez media, like getting every single person that I have involved in clean Sanchez media and doing like a little virtual thing and being like, yo, thank you. You know, cheers. You, you know, said, uh, you said you said one of these days you, that you wanted to interview me. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, we can do that. But like, we'd have to talk about so it now. So like, now. So now we changed the format of Clean and Friends. So if you guys listen to the new episode, Deep I, I actually did. I actually did listen to part of it. That's the first time I fucking ever did that, buddy. I want to tell you, I did it for you. Like I, I listened, you, I listened to the first part of it the other night, actually. Yeah. And, and you know we're almost at we're almost at 400 plays surprisingly which oh, is yes. crazy you know I so saw that. That. i saw that and, i was excited for you dude you know and it's cool because ass. like now we're, we're doing that format here we're just talking you know and it just feels and it feels better like and it's a little it's, bit more loose yeah it's a little bit more loose you know so we're not doing interviews we're just having people come on and being like yo what the fuck are you doing you know right. so we actually i actually want mm -hmm. you lined up for like the next week or so and then, yeah, but soon. One of these days, I'll, and it's I can, gonna, I can, it's gonna be very on site. It's gonna be, it'll be a lot of fun, motherfucker. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for me to kind of break character from from this podcast and just go as 
Jay Campbell. You know what I mean? There's no, yeah, no, string, no, 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 no strings, no strings attached. It's just, just me kind of as I, yeah. as I, as I typically am yeah. like my day-to-day, my day-to-day like existence. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean, you know, on that note, I'm, I'm hoping, and I'm hoping here soon that we're going to be uh, officially launching a flag for removal. Yeah. John. Yeah, I've been I've been working and like I haven't been streaming much because in my off time here lately, I've been networking, trying to find a co-host for that. Um, So hopefully within the next month or so, I'll have something buckled down and we'll start. Uh, there'll be a third podcast. I, and I, oh, and, and, be like seventh because John's doing like 12 of them right now. So, and, and um, I, <laughs> I pitched to Jay too, the Jay's Roadhouse. Good 10, 15 minute, good 10, 15 minute clip. If I, if I learn how to fucking edit and use tools that are probably more, no, you got us probably, probably like so primitive that like a caveman could use it, but I still have problems with it. You, yeah, you, got, you got us, man. You got us. We got you create like, create like you know, short content clips. It's, it's, you're not, I don't think you're wrong. I don't, I, I, that, that does seem to be where, things are uh the direction of the stream is 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 taking you know like like stuff like this so it might not be a bad idea you know what i mean i still obviously we all but, still like doing this every sunday but yeah but, you know, but if, if that's the, the direction the water is the water's flowing then does it not make sense to fucking follow it you know what i mean it but makes see, all the sense that's where the that's where jay that's where you've got me and john because we both have the technical know-how to go and grab those clips and make those videos and edit and do that stuff. I've been, uh, I've also been doing a lot of work with DaVinci Resolve trying to. Let me yeah. know. I mean, it's, it's I, pretty I'm much. Exactly it's, sure, I'm not exactly sure what I bring to the table here, but obviously you guys believe in it enough that your mouth, <laughs> you're, you're asking for it. Well, you have, a good, you have a nice mouth, Jay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a pretty mouth, boy. It's been squeal it's, for me. Squeal been, like a piggy. It's been used a lot. I promise. It's been used a lot, and it's definitely been it's definitely been it's definitely been punched to punch the fuck up a few times too. So like, I can promise and, you guys, like, and look, it's and gotten look, me into plenty of fucking good and bad times. And look, I want to say like, Streamlabs is good. Streamlabs has been providing a lot of good shit, but their editing software is ass. Like Streamlabs editing software is so bad. Like it, it's like. So- it, yeah, because you, you, I know you've used it too, or or even checked it out at the least. So, like, please, I've checked it out. I haven't used it. Um, so I've got two tools that I use: DaVinci Resolve for regular videos, and then I'm gonna actually show you something here, and this will be showing the entire world at the same time because we do have a lot of streamers and other content creators that watch us. Um, so. If I share out this window right here. So this is my OBS. This is where I do my streaming and everything. So if you see this right here, where my cursor's at, this is vertical. (gasps) So this allows me to just make straight clips for like TikTok, YouTube shorts. Is that a plug Reels. Yes. Jesus Christ. Um, and then I have Jay, you're learning, you're learning, really you're learning. Not. Yes, you <laughs> are. Really not. Like, oh boy, I'm really not. <laughs> Man, God damn it. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy. <laughs>
And then I uh, have this on my. Oh, this thing. Yeah. Is my fucking button not on this page? No, it's not. What the fuck? I could have sworn I had it on here. So on this one right here, something ridiculous happens. I want to grab a clip. I hit that button on my stream deck. It records a three minute clip. Through the vertical plugin. That's fucking actually very more convenient than using a cross clip or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's actually good. So I did. I, I one thing I want to bring up. We keep on forgetting to bring it up. Oh God! Is is the new merch? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I still need to get. I got some. We got some. I I saw. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, and one and I think one other person too as well uh where is here we go so buy any for those for those who don't know just go to linktree.com slash dd214 network and it's funny too because even if you go on like youtube.com uh dd214 gaming it's it brings you to network so cool we we still win so over here you have every so it's very simple there's all our links right here on on the on the link tree the facebook group and the official merch. You right. go into the merch. We got some really nice stuff. We got cups. We got t-shirts. Look at that. Look at that t-shirt. Hold on. It never it's not, updated. It's not, it's not updating. Because of the way you shared your screen, you shared that oh. specific tab, and it never it oh. opened a new tab. And then I just shut my my thing off. Per- beautiful. <laughs> uh, there we go. So we have it. Look at these beautiful colors, man. Orange, brown, Kansas City. Black's the only way to go. Black is the only way to go. There's pants, and they're unisex. They're unisex joggers. Fucking A. They come in different colors with our our little flag there. Gray's the only way to go. Yep, and this this and then this weird long sleeve, which I think I'm going to take the flags out of out of the side. Kind of dig that. It kind of looks you you know like like Ukrainian in a way. I do like that actually. It actually, I, I'm okay. I kind, of, I kind of dig that. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I yeah, like the long. I I solid. do. I, I like the long sleeve, and then we. Me have too. It. But yeah, um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff. There. Yeah, why the hell not? I like that patch. I do oh, too. I do too. I really so, like that. Also, but like guys, look, you know, we're just gonna no secrets here, all right? Everything is. Uh, whoops, wrong store. Careful. Yep. Um, yeah, no, that was my store. Uh, where's the DD214 <laughs> one? So, like, there, there's so many things that, that, that we can make cups, magnets, mm-hmm. uh, stickers, all through Streamlabs, and you could go through there. There's going to be some more stuff. Um, 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 I keep on saying, um, that's called a crutch word. That's what we learned in, in instructor school. That's a crutch word, John. My crutch word is fuck. Ah. <laughs> Mine is two. <laughs> Here we go. Fuck. We could, we could make, there's all this stuff. We're going to make a, oh shit. What? That's new. What is new? <laughs> Everything turned to white. Look at this. It's a We're vest. Back. Oh, it, it, look, it, look, it, it looks like it looks like a vest, but look, this is we're just going to I'll be right back, gentlemen. No, you second. won't. Yes, I will. <laughs> Image scale. There we go. There we go. 
make it a little make it a little bigger. And give it about 20 minutes for a fucking process. I know. <laughs> it, internet's acting funny today too. We've been storming all week. But I mean, yeah, guys, we have there's there's merch out there now. There's some exciting stuff. There's gonna be more stuff coming up. Uh I may just finish this one up today. I I I love the flag. I'm actually trying to figure out how to get the flag a little bit bigger without having it um depixelated. Multiplied. Yeah, it's it's super weird. But there's merch, guys. Go check, go check out the merch. It's super it, there's very cute threads for you guys to wear. And this is just taking forever. So we're just you know. Ah. And, and yeah, it's Next. just taking forever. We'll play we'll play around with we'll play around with it later. Uh Bruh. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Did, you, did you guys do anything this week? Anything fun? We had a really bad storm a couple nights ago. <laughs> like that was we like that was like about the extent of like the excitement for the week for us. Like no shit. Like yeah. We we had some we had some store we had some store week here actually last night it was actually kind of cool so I was like yeah, okay you know ran around a little um, just playing RP I'm just playing video games I played a lot of video games this week man I'm not yeah. a, I'm not I'm not the owner of the lumberjack of the lumber store no more so you know we've moved on but I do I mean you want I I mean you want to go into like our middle segment about the your what you got Squilini? Say it. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, I picked up only up this week. Um, <laughs> what do you think? That game gives me fucking anxiety. What is it? <laughs> what's what's the what's what's the game about? It's literally a free running game where you just are climbing until you reach the top. So what gives you which part gives you anxiety? Whenever you miss a jump and you fall all the way down, you die. You're either falling. No, there's no death. Like you just fall back down and you might fall a couple levels down or you might hit the ground level again and have to start all over. Huh. Um I got you. It's it's I mean, it's definitely one of those games. It's it's a challenge. That's that's what it? I enjoy about it because it, it, okay. it does it gives me a challenge, and I've I've completed it. But the thing is, you've you're gonna always go back to play it because you want to beat your time. So, like I completed it in four and a half hours. It took me. There's people that have done this game, done speed runs of this game in this nineteen the, minutes. This is the sixteen minute world record right here. Jay's like, what the fuck? I it's a lot like uh, Roblox. I see my uh, my daughters play a couple of similar fashion games on Roblox, where it's like it's like this. It's it, it's a successive challenge, and it and it gets harder and harder, like to keep your character mm-hmm. from from falling, basically. And that's yeah, like they actually, that. they actually added this to Fortnite, and they actually added another version called Only. What's up with the graphics? Like just being dog shit nowadays. Like it's, I, the quality, I, it's, it's the quality of the video. I've it's, never. So, that's the quality of the video, but at the same time, it's an indie game. So okay. indie games, you're going to get 
a little a bit lot of, of indie developers look, try to give you a little bit more retro style with the graphics not make it so realistic so okay, i mean yeah. i'm i'm all for probably supporting indie developers i'm probably all for too. supporting indie developers the game was seven bucks like i'm sure. not gonna bitch sure. about shit I, graphics for seven dollars that that is I, fair that's so they they they, yeah. they fucking they save some money they save some money making the game so they can give you the game fucking for less than 10 bucks i i, mm. I i'll call a com- so yeah, yeah i'll call that a wash right there like i'm not gonna yeah. bitch about i'm not gonna bitch about the fucking visual elements that much if the game if the game barely costs more than a fucking hamburger at goddamn mcdonald's you know what i mean yeah. so like, I got, well, I'm, cool, I'm cool with that i'm cool with that I picked that up, and then I picked up both of the South Park games, the Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole, through the Steam <laughs> Summer Sale. I, I, I think I paid like twenty-two dollars. Cool. I paid like twenty-two dollars and ninety-nine cent for three fucking video games. Yeah, I'm I, not I, bitching so about it. <laughs> I actually, I actually not picked up. I, get, um, I, get I, <laughs> I, I picked up Alien Proving Ground, which actually was a lot funner than I thought it would be. And then I also picked up the Oregon Trail, which I'm having so much fun. Which version? It's the newer version. It's it's a uh, it's it's the exact same game, side scroller. It it just has it's got updated graphics. Yeah, like it has updated graphics and it has like the California trail where you could do the gold rush. Um yeah, it's actually it's actually really fun. I actually you could actually Mm -hmm. if you have an Apple, you could play it for free through the Apple arcade. Uh, but they just put it on Steam uh, for like fifteen. They bucks. also have it on Switch. I, oh, uh, they do. Okay. I actually started playing Assassin, one of the Assassin's Creed games, for the first time in my entire life. What do you think about it while we're in this conversation? Um, it's it's odd. It's uh, is was it Odyssey, Joe? It's the Greek one, the one where you're, yes. you're a fucking like Spartan that like went off away from Sparta. Sparta is it? It's called Odyssey, right? I think it's called Odyssey. Anywho, it's the Greek one. Um. It's not bad. I'll, I'll tell you what. I I, I definitely like the storyline. Like like the story has kind of like captured me. The mechanics I'm not a big fan of. Like I might have to like I might have to get in get into my settings at some point because I'm I'm still having a lot of trouble with the mechanics. I'm having trouble like accidentally doing something I don't mean to do by pressing the wrong button. Yeah. And and it's like I'm like 14 missions into the game at this point. I'm still having trouble mm-hmm. with the mechanics. So I'm kind of like okay. I need to figure something out because this is going to get tiresome, like down the road. And like as the yeah. game as the game gets harder, it's going to make it, it like turns me off because like if I can't beat the game because I can't use the controls, then that's how the games just end up dying for me. So yeah, which so, yeah. which is which is understandable. At you know there was the a, story's was... awesome. I like the story. Yeah. I like and I like the uh, the interactive element where you you it gives you choices and options of like you can either be a dickhead or you can be kind of like the cool dude. And like, and so like, depending on like the characters that I've talked to so far, like I've been alternately like really cool to some and like a total dick to others. Right. So like, I like, yeah. I do like that part too. So like that, like there are elements of it that I'm like, oh, this is like actually not too bad. Like I wish there was more assassination stuff though. Like I want more. Like the, like the older games, like the older games. That's yeah. what I thought they were. That's what I thought they were. So like I was going into this expecting like to play like 10 shoe. Well- I, and well, I can just, like, I can sneak up on everybody. Well, you know what I mean? Well, start. you're a guy that really enjoys um, history, right? So I think you should go back and play Assassin's Creed 3. But I don't think that one's on Game Pass. I think that's the issue. Well, and I like I like yeah. this one. Even some of the um, the uh, uh, the terrain layouts. I love seeing, like, the giant Greek statues. You know what I mean? I like seeing, mm-hmm. like, 
ancient Greece while ancient Greece is happening. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was even ancient to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you're going to places like, you know, the temple of Zeus and like some of these like more historical places that would have existed in ruins in ruins around this time. Right. So it's kind of, it's that part is kind of fun. That yeah. part is kind of fun. And the, the history buff in me does enjoy that. You know, swim, swim, yeah. I, I like the, uh, when you can swim and swimming is a, is a, I did like the swimming part of the game. That impressed me because now you have to, yeah. that gives me a whole fucking ocean to explore. Like there's gotta That's be, true. there's gotta be some little Easter eggs and treats in the, you in know, the AG, AG and T. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely suggest Assassin's Creed three. Cause that takes place during the American revolution. Three. Um, and then after Odyssey, I will definitely say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yep. Okay. Black Flag okay. and Unity. Oh. I, a lot of people don't like Unity, but I thought Unity was really good. I love the Black Flag. Why is that the pirate one? The yes. yeah, yeah, that one might be it's, fucking up my alley. It's probably it's probably pro I think Black Flag is probably one of the top ones that they really like. You know, it's like one of the top favorites. Black Flag, yeah, and Black Flag came out right before Odyssey. I think Black it, Flag was the one right before Odyssey, and then and Unity was out. after. And well, no, well, Unity, Unity, and Black Flag, um, they were part of the the transition to Xbox One for next gen. So when those games came out, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know around that time that that the Xbox One came out, those two Assassin's Creed games were like heavily promoted to be a part of that next gen era. I vaguely remember. I vaguely remember that because I remember yeah. seeing all the stupid fucking commercials like when I was like. Yeah, it was oh, like, like you get the Xbox. Yeah. Anywho. Because I got like those two, and then I got Skyrim to go with it, the, the special edition of Skyrim too. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I actually Jay's actually branching out playing video games. He's actually liking like, something. Finally, yeah. finally and then, like tried something new. And know? then I suggested Death Stranding to you, which I thought which I mean, I, which and it's it's interesting that you you said that because I was literally reading a uh um it was a a journalist piece it was like an opinion piece and it was about uh hideo kojima last night and it was it, the the whole piece was written about a stranding and he's like doing other things but like p you know pt pt is going to be the silent the silent hill game that we could have had and we never will because of corporate fucking greed you know what i mean and that was like how many fucking years ago and I think that's that's one of the reasons we that's really one of the reasons we're like I started seeing the gaming industry like start falling off a cliff. And I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you, you guys are still what I would consider gamers. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even term myself a gamer anymore I, because I of like and, and like that's like that's one of those things where like when PT happened and, and that whole debacle, like the fucking thing won game of the year and it was a demo. It was a demo and it won game of the year and we still never got the game. Like that, I, I will never forget yeah. forget that. I will never forgive the gaming industry for doing that to us as 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 like as the gamers. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's like what were you gonna I, say, John? I apologize. I, I definitely have a request. I think for the next DD two fourteen gaming episode, we should just uh, do a all Hideo thing. Break down his games when he bro. when he left cat when he left um fucking, Konami. Fucking Metal he, Gear. Like they're gonna they're gonna re release Metal Gear Solid. Guess what, guys? It's being re released without Kojima. Okay, just so we're gonna, like, you know what, you guys, you need two fourteen gaming. Yeah, you're gonna give, you, you give your if you're gonna give your money to an updated fucking Metal Gear Solid series, dude. Like, guess what? It's coming without his name attached to it, so he gets yeah. nothing. He gets nothing from it. By the I way, I do. 
I do so, want to talk. I do want to talk about something before we get to our military stuff. Um, sure. The strike. Oh, the writers' strike and it the is, and now the is, Screen Actors Guild strike. It's yeah, it's so on I, now. I want to say in that I think it was really smart for Ryan Reynolds to release that image of Wolverine in the blue and yellow suit right before the strike started, just so people would know that it's coming. But yeah, so is so that's oh, cool. That's really cool. Um, I I'm I'm super. Oh, I think he just had a disc. I'm here. What the fuck just happened? Oh, that's weird. What, what's going on? You guys are being weird. The hell, John. What are you I, doing? I'm actually not pressing anything. Well, stop no, pressing I. things. <laughs> it's not me. It's just. You pay for the software, it's you. Um, so, yeah. so it's that, we're just blaming you like we normally would blame Cam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I literally, I literally just need a, I just, I'm just going to point my finger and shout. That's like, oh, 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 oh. like yeah, so, so like with this whole thing, it's getting intense. A lot of stuff is, has oh. stopped. Oh, it's even, even if it's, even if it, even if everybody went back to work today, we are talking, we are already looking at like months of backed up fucking production. Yeah, and the lo- and the longer the longer that this stretches out, twenty twenty four ain't looking fucking good for fucking movies and TV shows, boys and girls. No, not at all. Not. It's, go- so it's with- going. It's going to be a dry desert next year. Little so with that being okay. said, everybody that watches our podcast, make sure to tune in weekly for DD two fourteen Network podcast because this is going to be your only source of entertainment for the next year and a half. Boy, are you go- really? Boy, really are you guys about it? You guys are fucked. Really like, think about it. Podcasting, there's no writing involved. There's no th- No, we we, we, you know? we 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 um improvise and we kayfabe a little bit and we do we and for certain parts we get serious for the for the serious parts, but it's really not mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that this takes a great deal of like uh see. In, you know, it, it does take energy, but it doesn't take a great deal of like you know, intellectual fucking stimulation to do it. It's like all we got to do yeah. is wake up, wake up on a Sunday, and, and like turn on a turn on a camera and a mic and start talking shit. Yeah, it's not we wake up on Sunday, we not get a shower, we run to the gas station, pick up a couple fucking tall boys, log into our fucking computers, and start doing our fucking thing. Yeah, and this podcasting is going to be a major thing within the next year. We're not going to have shit. P- D- Disney is airing their Marvel shows on ABC, right? Uh, starting I, in a I few weeks. That. You know, and and you know, one big thing, and I've I've had a lot of conversation about this because everyone knows I fuck with the AI. You know, the big conversation is AI being used in film, and notice, I just want to notice. Notice this is one of the few times you'll see me and Joe both shaking our head at John at the same time. Yeah, like, I'm now, not even a tech guy, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah, now can nope. I, I just want to clear out? I mean, has anybody seen fucking iRobot? Like, yeah, now look, that's the type of shit we're gonna get more, into. I they have to clear this up about it. I need to clear this up because a lot of people seem to have a, a, a they seem to misconstrue a distrust, my, a yeah, distrust. A, or, or and a distrust about my use of AI. Not your use, I, nope, not your use, just AI, well, just AI, just AI, AI in general. I trust now, you. I trust you, John. Yeah, now, now look. I'm not over here building a robot for world domination. I'm not build. I'm not doing anything that's going to take away jobs or anything like that. I, 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 I don't have the money or the resources to get certain things. Right. So I do use AI, but what I will not do is replace people and scan their faces without their permission 
so that they're out of a fucking job. I mean, the guy who wrote the first episode of She-Hulk, his residual was $396. $396. You have um, Sean Gunn, who was on shows like Gilmore Girls and who's part of the MCU, who's picketing on Netflix because all these shows are making money and they're not paying the residuals to these actors. And, you know, and dare I say, no one told any of these actors to buy $6 million mansions. Okay. That that's, that's one thing, but that, that's, that's, neither, that's neither here nor there though. That is, exactly. that is neither here nor there. They should exactly. like, if but you, if preparation if is essential. If you're, if your likeness and your images are still being used, if they're still generating whatever, that is exactly what it's for. That's like exactly what it, it's yeah, for. it's it's for it's it's because you're it's like when 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 the Brady Bunch went on fucking repeat, you know, on TV, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like for like for like 30 years, those actors got paid for 30 years because they were playing Brady Bunch reruns for 30 fucking years. Same thing with the fucking Simpsons family guy. That's that's how it should be. If if, yeah. if, if, if your stuff is still out there, if you're still alive, you know what I mean? Even maybe down to like your kids. You know, I, I'd say at least at least one generation, maybe down to even your kids. If your shit's still out there making money, you should still be getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how the Elvis Presley estate, Michael Jackson's well, estate, and Prince's estate still make money and, every fucking year. You know what I mean? It's and that is in their image. But see, that is the thing, though. Like a lot of the times in these estates, when these actors pass away, in the estate, it's put that any royalties from any of their work go to their kids for x amount of years right or go into an estate account that's then used for charity or used for something i don't know if you guys remember this or not prince did not used to have any videos on youtube that's right that only happened after he passed away and his estate took over I, just, I, want to fucking music, remind, I want to fucking remind yeah. everybody and the exact about that. same thing with his whole musical library being on digital which is not something that he wanted um, Jay pays Jay pays attention. Okay, Jay, Jay pays really close attention Darth, to like Darth, you know. Did, I, I, yeah. I, I, did you hear what I called them? I called them Darth Brooks. Darth, Darth Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> you know, I I mean, where where are the bodies, Garth? Where are the bodies? But anyways, <laughs> yes, let the heat flow through you, young you know, Skywalker. If you if you guys aren't familiar with with the whole body situation, go watch some Tom Segura for Christ's sakes. But. Uh, you know, but my whole thing, you know, I, I, I don't I don't agree with what the studios are, are doing, Not with, even uh, you know, Not uh, even you know I, so I want to clear that up. I think I think I think there is a, a very large displacement when you're I, I mean, Fran Drescher, who I didn't even know was the president of the Actors oh, yes. Guild. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, to oh, see yeah. to see to see someone speak president. so. Go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. To, no, sorry. you're good to, to see someone speak so passionately about what's going on with 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 these with these jobs that they that they're eventually hopefully never going to lose you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's 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 scary matthew modine fight and seeing all these people that that we look up to that we're fans of being so uh that that they care and they're saying like you know we're gonna we're doing this because we need to live too you know well i can, can i say something real quick and i of and course I, and this this will be a little bit more on the serious side and less less kayfabe and character driven this is absolutely serious when i say this like unions unions exist for a reason if you appreciate having a 40-hour work week thank mm-hmm. the unions if you appreciate that like child labor is not fucking being used thank the fucking thank unions. The unions okay 
like some of these states that are rolling back like the age of like the age of like children being able to fucking work in certain places is like that's not a, a, a good step forward okay at all like all of your rights as a worker right now as they exist right now which sometimes in some states not a lot i get it all the rights you do have already are because of the fucking unions if people don't step the fuck up and like sound the fuck off and say it with your fucking chest so everybody can hear you nobody's gonna fucking do anything nothing's gonna fucking change and it's just gonna get shittier because these greedy fucks are coming for every last fucking nickel you have in your pocket all them shekels all them shekels you fucking saved up for years and years and years they will they want every last one you know i could go on to a whole rant about property taxes here in jackson county missouri we'll do that another episode but that is a serious thing that's happening right now. And it's like, it's, it's affecting people in, in our neighborhood, like our community. I, I, think, like, like, I think there's a lot of, and what I'm getting at and I'll, so I can end the rant quick, quick enough. What I'm getting at is commu- community and building relationships within your communities. Okay. Your work communities. Okay. Your social networks. Okay. The DD214 network. This is your friend. Corporations are not your fucking friend. They never will be. Okay, you're probably not going to make it to the top. You're not going to get fucking rich. Okay, like just let that dream die. All right, seriously. Oh, like there he goes. There he goes. Shotgun that shit, Joe. Fucking do it. Suck that motherfucker. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. My man, John. I think I just got a boner. <sighs> Thank you, Joe. Corporations are not your friend. Fucking let that get a little too far. Ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> so yeah, I'll rant, 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 rant. Jay's Jay's first rant of the day complete, but uh, corpor- yeah. corporations are definitely not your friend. Unions fucking are. Okay, unions are your friend. And 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 again, I I just want to clear that up. I I don't support the use of AI for taking people's jobs. I I know you I, don't, John, and we you trust know. you. You know we. Tr- I'm glad. By the, I'm by glad the way, I, I heard I heard I heard the new I heard the new uh, disclaimer this morning. That was fine. Okay. I, I, um, I, I, I meant to comment. I meant to comment. That, okay. That's not AI. That's actually me using the voice mod. I just had to do something quick. It sounded okay to me. It sounded okay to me. And it wasn't even AI. How about that? And it wasn't even AI. Cody, it's okay, Bubby. It's okay. Oh, is our guest star complaining? Always. Oh, dude, he would do it. Well, I heard Artie he earlier, was, so. Oh, he would. Dude, Cody was being bad last night. It wasn't bad, but. He did. I was down here for a while uh, last evening after we got home, and he would not stop whining. And I was like, "Dude, what is?" Wrong? I will be I'm, right back, guys. I I yep. go ahead, brother. I let him out like three times, dude. Like he was just he was like just restless. And I was like, "It's been storming. It's been storming out here lately." So like they probably haven't gotten out as much as they want. So yeah, he's probably bored as shit. Not his fault. He's a dog. Yeah. So man, we're gonna lose out. We're, it looks like we're not watching Yellowstone in November. Or Deadpool three next year. Or God Deadpool. Damn it! Uh, at least God like, damn like it. so like for all mankind, they finished. So that should be that's still coming out. Okay. So I'm, oh, I'm like okay. I am excited. I did get I did get tickets. Okay, and like, are are you done? I, I love you very much, but are you done? Okay, thank you. I did purchase tickets for me, me and me and Nikki. We're gonna go. I, did I mention this last week? We're gonna go see. We're gonna go see Barbie. No, you didn't mention this. In the afternoon, we're going to go see Barbie in the afternoon. We're going to go have dinner after Barbie. And then we're going to go see Oppenheimer the same night. My man. We got you. Are you you going IMAX? Oppenheimer will be an IMAX. Oppenheimer will be an IMAX. Barbie is going to be on kind of like a regular uh, digital 
screen that which adds uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for barbie i don't oppenheimer you yeah, have to your boy did the imax yeah they I have this IMAX. so they have this thing in new york it's called the screen x and they're going to be showing. So I, I know that Fast and Furious was there. They did Avatar Way of the Water there. So it's a large IMAX screen. Okay. Times three. So there's one on the left side and there's one on the right side and they all connect. Yeah, but how the fuck do you watch that? How far back do you have to sit? Uh, I think the way that they had to see. I'll show it to you right now. You want to see it? Yeah, please. Please do. Because like IMAX, regular movie theater screens are fucking big enough and then imax screens are even bigger than that and you're talking mm -hmm. about three times that size like, like how fucking far back do you have to sit look at that what the fuck so here's what does like it look like when you're sitting there i'm really curious about this the fuck is this shit holy fuck interesting that's interesting hmm. yeah so they have the seat the seating is kind of like in a v 270 degrees of, of uh, peripheral. That's basically like the extent of your vision, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking straight ahead. That is the, yeah. extent, of your, that is the extent of your peripheral if you're looking straight ahead. Yeah, so I that's really... Still, that's, that seems that's really fucking immersive, though. Like, it's scary. I, like, like, I just want to see fucking Wolverine and Deadpool tear each other apart in that, just because. Yeah. Like... You've got fucking Wolverine rips Deadpool's arm off in front of you. Deadpool's arm goes flying to the fucking left. Yep. <laughs> I, I think I think it's so, I think it's so cool. And I mean, I like now make it three D. Now you got like Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer is a was a seventy millimeter with, with eleven. Yeah, I, I'm looking up like zero. I'm looking up like zero for both movies. Like I want to go in. I'm going into both these movies as blind as humanly possible. I know Oppenheimer is probably going to be good. It's Christopher Nolan. After, especially, especially after I I know John. It's been a while, but like two years ago, Nolan. two yet two, two two plus years ago, like Tenant was so fucking. Tenant was fucking. I thought it was I good. Mean, I loved it. I yeah, loved yeah. it. I I've I, never I, been. I've never like, been disappointed in the that was, Christopher that was Nolan first, movie. You can go if you got if you guys want to go all the way back in the archives and look it up. Like you can see how disappointed I was in like I've I never remember. been disappointed yeah. by Nolan. I was very disappointed by that one. Like, it was just. It didn't work. I mean, for, for I went me, into Tenant. I went into Tenant not really sure how I was going to like it, even though it was a Nolan flick, just because Robert Pattinson. I'm not a big Robert Pattinson fan. I think he's very stale as an actor. He doesn't. He just. He doesn't have emotion. Doesn't really give himself to the characters he plays. And I, I disagree. I disagree, but I see where you're coming from with that. I disagree, but I see where you're coming from. I I know. I know why he gets pegged like that sometimes, but go ahead, continue, please. But then Tennant really showed that he's not that way in yeah. my eyes. He okay. he was very so, he was so very different. Tennant kind of Tennant was the movie that made a turnaround for me when it comes to Robert Pattinson. Interesting. Hence why I was really looking forward to seeing him play Batman. And then I, that movie were, was crap. If you were, if you remember, my problem with Batman was not Robert Pattinson. Like, and I, I, I made sure to like, Something I made. Sure. No, but see, that's the thing. It wasn't Pattinson, and I would, I would even say Paul Dano as fucking Riddler was it great. It wasn't it the was, actors. It was. It the was the shooting writing. style. It was the and the writing. The, the first thirty minutes. Like, I said, I said it last year. The first thirty minutes of that movie. I was ready for like the greatest superhero movie like that had ever been seen. 
And with as soon that as movie like, as John fucking disappearing because he's tired of hearing the fucking Batman oh my talk. God, dude. It was like like within within <laughs> within within ten minutes of that, the movie went like off the fucking rails. Then again, then again, and then it's just like a burning wagon, like rolling down Mount Everest. You know what I mean? At that point, it was just like I just the thing is they tried to the way I here's how I look at the Batman. They tried to take aspects of burden and they tried to take aspects of Nolan and mesh them together without really knowing what the fuck they were doing. It's called writing and you need good writing. It's really not, it's also really not hard to do and it's not hard to see if the writing is going to work or not, but there's a lot of executives in Hollywood that don't give a fuck if the idea is good or not. Ask the DC fucking comics universe. Now, like, now I will. Yeah. But see, the reason, the reason the DC Cinematic Universe is going in a new direction and they brought fucking James Gunn in is because what they were doing before wasn't fucking working. And they realized they were losing millions of fucking dollars to Disney and Marvel because they kept fucking up with the old regime that was at DC Studios. So now they brought James Gunn in, who, in my opinion, by far has made the best Marvel movies and DC movies between Guardians and fucking Suicide Squad. Gunn knows what the fuck he's doing to make a uh, good superhero and, uh, movie. And it's funny that you say that because even Bob Iger said a couple days ago that they're put that they're that they're pushing back on Star Wars and Marvel because it's not making them money. I Yeah, anyways, um you know what's one thing you can't write that the veterans <laughs> <laughs> veterans quit training for the DeSantis State Guard. Oh, okay, fucking cocksucker. Oh yeah. Okay, so this this is actually very wow. interesting. So uh wasn't it something like he told them they had to shave their fucking beards off and they all said fuck you? Yeah, so pretty Even much like over that, 30 like, days in June. Te- so so out of 30 days in June, teenagers out of high school and retired military veterans came to Camp Blanding, the National Guard base near Jacksonville. And they were told that they would volunteer for a revived state guard with a non-military mission, help Floridians in times of need or disaster. But instead, when they got there, uh, they were trained for combat. Uh, Khakis and polos were replaced by camouflage uniforms. Volunteers assured they would keep their facial hair, were ordered to shave, and they were drilled on how to repel with ropes, navigate through the woods, and respond to incidents under military command. Um, (laughs) When DeSantis have announced the National Guard for that, fuck yeah. you need that. Fuck you need that for Florida. So when DeSantis announced Who's in 21 he wanted to revive the long dormant state guard, he vowed it would help Floridians during emergencies. But in the year since it's launched, key personnel and, and the defined mission remained elusive. Oh. So the so the state is looking for the program's right. third leader in eight months. According to records reviewed by the Herald and interviews with program volunteers, a number of recruits quit after the first training class last month because they feared it was becoming too militaristic. Big, big surprise. Fucking fascist wants to fucking revive the brown shirts, huh? Yep. And they what took color, what it color as... were the shirts that they showed up in. Uh, brown. brown. I'll save you the, tr- I'll save you a click. They're fucking brown. Yeah, right? like this dude, the dude's a fucking fascist. His fucking presidential fucking campaign is tanking. All right, like fuck, fuck him. Fuck, fuck their state guard. Okay, like they don't need one. We already have the fucking national guard for that. Like, and, and so, Jesus Christ. And, Jesus so Christ. 
so their response was, we are aware that some trainers were removed or dissatisfied. This is to be expected with any course that demands rigor and discipline. Uh, but and there was also... And how come only the veterans are quitting? <laughs> yep. So there was actually uh, a 20-year Navy veteran quit. He said, the program got hijacked and turned into something that we're trying to stay away from. A militia. Boom. Fucking Boom. Brian Newhouse, a retired 20-year Navy veteran who was chosen to lead the State Guard in three divisions, he quit. Yep. Gee, I wonder why. Because he because he recognizes fascism when he sees it, and he's like, I don't yep. want to mm-hmm. fucking, I don't want to, I don't want to hitch my fucking horse to this wagon. Like, fascism is not a cool wagon to hitch your horse to, horse to, kids. Just, just fucking letting you know. Like, yeah, so that it also says here that on the first day of training newhouse said he was escorted off the base after lodging several complaints of the program including that the national guard schedule required training on sundays instead of allowing members to use those days for religious services religious services and personal time as was the original plan as per document state uh he said he previously complained that the national guard didn't have medics during available training and he goes on to say that i don't even think the governor knows what's going on i don't think this is even a fly on his radar right now as he's not even a veteran i think he would be appalled that a veteran a disabled veteran would be abused by with by other military members gee gee anybody surprised because i'm fucking not Negative, like, a, negative a negative not not fucking surprised not fucking surprised hey florida get your shit together like i live in i, yeah. I live i live in missouri all right and we need to get our shit together in this fucking state florida get your fucking shit together all your shit put it all together we're watching you florida put we're it in a fucking you. box put it in a box yeah, yeah. all your shit Next. get it together florida get it fucking together dude Next, Space yeah. Force. This, Get it this, fucking this, together. This is going to be a little lighthearted. Space Force Guardian makes history as the first top basic training graduate uh, for the first time in history of basic basic military training at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland, Texas. The Space Force trained Guardian has been named as the top graduate in a press release Tuesday. The service announced that Space Force Specialist Three, Dakota Desrosier, a 26-year-old all-source intelligence analyst who was the first to be named as Space Force's top performer for his class and also was the top graduate for all of the trainees at boot camp including members of the air force typically 10 percent of each class will finish with honors based on their performance but only one individual earns the honor of being named the top graduate the space force said who was this rossier i'm sorry if i'm botching his last name exemplary performance led to him being named the top graduate among all impressive cohort of four four of 444 guardians and airmen good for him good for him i guardians guardians i'm sorry somebody played a little too much fucking destiny when they named these fucking people hey man (laughs) if it's a space force man eventually they're going to be in space right so they're going to be guarding something hey Did I ever tell you guys I was the fucking honor graduate in my in my AIT when I was a mechanic? No. When I went to AIT, I was the fucking so they gave out two awards. They gave out the honor graduate and the leadership award. I got both. Like I got fucking I'm both. 40 HP. I'm telling you, dude. Like I was fucking <laughs> I was fucking belt I was belt fed, dude. I was belt fed like a motherfucker even when I was a mechanic. Oh dude. man. So, just saying, right. dude. Are you ready for the top? The, the top military news of the week yes can i go get a beer yeah you're gonna need one for yeah. this yeah. oh go okay, grab one okay. brb brb okay. <laughs> crazy 
acting Dr. Douchebag. Hey, Cleary, fuck you. You don't know Cleary? It's Triple H. As my... Oh. If I didn't have so much fucking expensive fucking electronics sitting here in front of me, I would have gone and grabbed a water bottle just so when you hit that button, I could fucking do the damn spray thing just for fucking the entertainment reasons. But oh, man. Because I've got $30,000 worth of computer equipment in front of me. <laughs> and, then it, and then it would have been a... It would have been so bad. So our boy... DD214 Network's favorite, Texas conservative representative Dan Crenshaw and liberal New York representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are teaming up in hopes of letting troops take psychedelic drugs to recover from war. Okay, I can dig it. I yeah. Can dig it. I want psychedelic drugs. Let me guess, psilocybin and MDMA. Is that correct? I will get, I will get to there. Uh, the, go the goal is to treat illnesses like PTSD and traumatic brain injury, notoriously intractable ailments that skyrocketed among service members who fought in Iraq and Afghanistan. PTSD is double what it was for Vietnam-era vets, according to the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention say that more than 450,000 U.S. warfighters suffered TBI from 2000 to 2021. This is a real wild coalition, said Crenshaw who says he has friends who came home from war damaged and were not cured until they found a way to try psychedelics, which are not legal in the United States, even to study, except under restrictive conditions. I was turned on to this issue because I had so many friends who were going down to a specific clinic and doing I Ibogaine. One treatment of Ibogaine would cure them. Psychedelics are shown to have shown so much promise, uh, Oca says Ocasio-Cortez. We desperately need the resources to treat PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and depression. At least one in two PTSD patients cannot tolerate or do not respond adequately to existing treatments. I, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Joe. You, you start. I would say this is the first time I will ever, and probably the only time I will ever agree with something that fucking AOC says. I, I or, was or, waiting for one of us to say it. Or Dan Crenshaw. Like, fucking like. Or Crenshaw. It's like, I mean, like, like it's pretty much. You know, between the two of them, between the clock. two of them, this is probably the first time they've actually said something that shows they do still have fucking brain cells. I can, I can, I can, I can do the docking thing, the bipartisan thing with this one, because it's like, holy shit. Like, it, it, like how, how long do we have to go before Democrats and Republicans like start learning to work together, like for the rest of us again, I'm okay mm -hmm. with that part. Absolutely. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. It's a very interesting team up. I will say. Bro. Like we said last week, broken clocks are right twice a day. Okay. But see, that's it's, the thing, oh. Cleary. That's the thing, Cleary. Yes. It's a slippery slope and you got to monitor it carefully, but that's where this would be. Using psychedelics to treat it is definitely an inpatient type of program. Oh, it is. It's not something where you're just prescribing the fucking vets yeah. these drugs and just letting them loose to go home. Yeah. This is a, you yeah. have super severe PTSD and, you know, mental disorders due to your time and service. You're in an inpatient treatment facility and they use these to help you get through it to where you can become a functioning member of 
society as a civilian. Absolutely. Yep. Sure a lot of it's times not. A lot of it is microdosing too. It's not fucking tripping mm-hmm. the fuck. It's not tripping balls in the fucking forest and having like a spiritual experience. It's like a lot of it is microdosing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah. it's not. It's definitely not something where it's going to be. Where that's actually here in a little bit. Uh, digitalized death. Yep, it's coming up. It's coming up, DD. But big old, that, big old double D. Big old double D's. It's actually that's funny that you say that because that's actually next. <laughs> good, good. But but yeah, ahead, no, Joe. it's it's like like Jay said, it's going to be microdosing. It's going to be in a controlled environment. At least that's what it should be. Um, but I go back to what I said, and like Jay said, a broken clock's right at least two times a day. Yeah. And in this case, both Crenshaw and AOC, who I disagree with all 99.9% of the time, this is that 0.01% that I agree with, it, Joe, it, it Joe can is, help. Joe, for those of you guys that don't know, Joe is right of center. For those of you guys that don't know, me and John are slightly left of center. All three yeah. of us, all three of us bend the knee to no one, to no yep. one. Like that's, that's the difference. The, all of us can have differing political and religious and whatever views. We actually get along. You know why? Because we don't give a fuck. That's my fucking brothers right there. I don't give a shit. We don't like, give a fuck. And then at the I same am. time, when we talk about shit like this, it doesn't have to be. We have a fucking adult conversation about it. We God, don't get butt hurt. We don't fucking sit here and get mad at each other. We talk through this situation. We talk through the politicalness. We deal with it as fucking adult people. Me, at the end of the day, we know we're fucked. And let me tell you, and let me tell you what these two fucking deal with, because they deal with me all the fucking time, especially over fucking text, where you can't really tell people's uh, tone of voice or like inflection of sarcasm. They deal with me my and fucking John had it happen all the weeks time. Yeah, well, we, we we were just talking this weekend, and I, it's always funny because when you're talking, you always have to use a word like brother or man or you know to kind of like ease, like like hey, like we're not arguing <laughs> here, we're talking, right? You know, like, well, you guys you guys deal with my fucking post traumatic stress. You well, deal with that's the you thing. Deal with me having I have episodes sometimes, and on the days I have episodes, those are probably not the best days. I should be fucking texting a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like whether I'm right, whether I'm right or wrong, it just <laughs> shit comes out wrong sometimes and like when we talk about like well yeah getting getting treatment and doing therapy and stuff like which we talk about on the show all the time why would we not want more research on how to uh relieve some of these symptoms that 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 do create schisms in the relationships with the people that we love you know like Mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead to add to add on top of that this leads to um institutionalism homelessness yep. you know you know because these are things when you're not getting help you go down that you go only down you know what i mean yeah shit gets fucking rough out there and when you and when you're yeah. having a mo- when you're having a fucking moment it's not always the fucking time for you to be you know whatever with everybody else because it ain't, it ain't everybody else's fucking fault you know what i mean and that's not it ain't, see- fucking, ain't joe's fault it ain't fucking john's it ain't necessarily even my fault Cause I don't control it sometimes it just fucking happens. And then I'm, and then I'm just stuck there dealing with it. Well, you know, and that's like, that's, that's how it fucking actually happens. And, and, and people and, don't talk about that part at all. And that's kind of the thing. Like, you know, me and John both had similar situations happen to us. We both were vagabonds, homeless, In the living on the streets for a while yeah. at fucking rock bottom. And yeah. the one thing I tell myself every day 
is when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere to go but fucking up. Yeah. And look at John. Look at me now. Both of us. I mean, both of us have fucking roofs over our heads again. We're doing what we love to do. Beautiful homes, beautiful families. We push through. And, you know, in the veteran community, in the veteran community, it's sad when I look at statistics and the numbers with the homeless rate in the veteran community because there's not proper fucking treatment for PTSD, for these mental disorders that come from going into combat, serving time overseas, or even just being just becoming institutionalized in general. Mm -hmm. It makes the, I, I, I've, I've said it before a couple of times on this show. I was never shocked as much as I was shocked when I got out, like how big the transition coming out of the military actually was. It fucked, it fucked me up for a few months because I did. I was like, Oh shit. Like this is, why do I, I, all of a sudden I felt different when I didn't, the day, it's like the day, the day before I got my DD two fourteen, and the day after there was no functional change in Jay Campbell, but the next three months I started feeling different and like, where did the, where in the fuck did that shit come from? The and culture were, shock. Oh my yeah. God. And then like, and then like, and then like a whole bunch of shit from your, from your time in service starts bubbling to the surface, you know? And you're like, what, where did that come from? Cause I didn't, I haven't thought about that shit for a long time. Like where the fuck did that mm-hmm. come from? And then you're fucking dealing with that shit for a day or three, you yeah. know, like, and it's one of those things where like, if you don't keep, if you don't keep a very close eye on the lid on top of your kettle, that motherfucker will boil over. Like, and it doesn't take much. Some days it doesn't take yep. some days. It doesn't take anything. Literally. I've had bad days yep. where I'm just like, I've been stuck. I've been stuck pretty much sitting right here where I'm sitting right now. And I've been like in a freaking, in a freaking black hole for like freaking three to six hours for no functional reason other than like my brain went somewhere and I couldn't stop it fast enough. And that was it. Right. Like that was my whole day. And and it's okay right. to talk about it. And it's okay to freaking uh, give our perspectives on it. Cause we're doing a disservice to not only ourselves, but our fellow veterans. If we don't fucking talk about this shit, absolutely. Like, there's mm-hmm. our, our, our wives, the husbands, the kids, all of them, you know, parents, fucking siblings, homies, they deal with us lashing out sometimes and dropping fucking napalm on every goddamn thing around us for, and, and it ain't their fault. It ain't, it ain't. And sometimes it's not our fault either. And it's, and it's hard to get that understanding when you start creating schisms in your own personal world. And when these schisms happen, sometimes the, the cracks are hard to fucking repair. And that's why it's mm-hmm. so important for us to maintain uh healthy and emotionally healthy, I should say emotionally healthy relationships with the people that we care about because they care about yeah. us too. We can't, I, we're not supposed to isolate we're, we are supposed to be part of a tribe. We are supposed to be part of a, a group and a community. That's why having friends and, 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 and relationships with other people, especially outside of your own home is so important. Like you got to get yep. out. You got to, you got to get out. You got to fucking talk to people. Yep. Even if you're, even if you're at your home and you're, you're talking to your gaming homies, at least you're still fucking talking to somebody. You That's know what right. I mean? Like that, all right, I'll, I'll get off the fucking that, soapbox. Yeah. Bad, um, while we're talking about culture shock, there is a major culture shock coming for a lot of people who are still in the IRR right now. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so for, so before we get to that, I just want to say, um, for those who don't understand what the IR, trying to get these, a period of three years following discharge just went down to drinking the cope. I just destroyed everything. Dude, we've been there. Yeah. Yep. We've been there. I've been there, and, too. And while and like while we're talking about culture shock, the you know yeah, for those dude, who don't know what hey, the IRR is, we, we, dude, we got you in our hearts, dude. Like we're we're all there, bro. We're like, here. We're all there. 
We're this all is the round table. This shit, this shit, this shit doesn't this shit doesn't stop until we breathe our last. And the goal is that we breathe our last peaceful in bed at like fucking 95 years old. Okay. That's the goal. That's the next fucking, that's the next <laughs> fucking hill we're fucking climbing right now. Fucking seeing our, family, right. seeing our fam- seeing our families fucking achieve success and fucking hopefully fucking saving this goddamn world from itself, dude. Like the mission didn't stop. And, and we can't we can't complete our mission if we're not here. So you're you're goddamn right. Like we got you, homie. We see you. Hey, I we appreciate you, Double D. We appreciate we, you. We we do. Um, and, uh, so I need so to ask you: Are you IRR. in the IRR? Yeah, are you in the IRR? Digitalized death. Well, so so I know you're not because you served a full you served full contract. You did two Squalini, right? Well, I was medic medsep. So yeah, and you're, you're, here's you're yeah. Here's the thing. So if I did serve my full contract, I was six years active, and then it was going to be two years IRR after yep. that. But when it was time for me to go IRR, I ex- I decided to stay active. And even if even if I had gone IRR, my my two years IRR would have been up in 2015, 2016. So... I, I, this wouldn't have affected me at this point. Ah, uh, so when I so I did four years. So I was in the IRR for four years after that. My IRR just finished uh, sixteen. Um, 20? So twenty. So two thousand twenty. Actually, April twentieth, four twenty. My favorite holiday. Uh, yeah, my favorite holiday. I I actually ended my IRR. Now during that time, a couple days before my IRR ended, we were like. 30 seconds to midnight <laughs> you know covid was happening people were worried about world war three but now the news has come out i i you know i'm not going to read the whole thing but i'm going to put it up here for you guys to read if you want to read it president uh, the good old the good old article yep president joe biden has called the irr to action about three thousand. I think he's calling up about three thousand. So he's calling not, three thousand right now. And they're and they're from very they're from, they're from very very specific MOSs too. Very specific mm-hmm. MOSs. So it's not it's not like a full a full call up. This is more like bridge the gap. So it's it's three thousand. It's three thousand altogether, but only four hundred and fifty of them being IRR. So even though so like, the number is so low. The number is so super low. Like, this is yeah. really, this is kind of much ado about nothing in a way, but in, in, mm-hmm. a, in, a, in, a, in a different way, anytime the IRR gets activated, it is kind of a big deal. So, like, it's kind, yeah. of, a two, yep. it's kind of a two-way street on that one. Now, right? now, I mean, you know, we've all dealt with, at least I know me and Jay did, being in combat MOSs, we dealt with stop loss, where, you know, be, be, you be, might be, be coming prepared. up on your fucking ETS date to get out, and then they stop loss your ass and you're stuck for another year. Yeah. Um, and that's like some of those, some of those boys in the early days of Afghanistan and especially Iraq, man, like I've heard some, I've heard my, some fucking uh, real, real fucking like legitimate horror stories where it was just so, like, yeah. So my second tour, I was stop lost. We were getting ready to rotate out. And my entire unit got stop lost for an additional three months to stay over. Because mm. the unit that was coming in to replace us had some staffing issues because it was going to be a reserve unit replacing my active unit. And 
I think what it was was like three quarters of the reserve unit couldn't pass a fucking PT test to be deployable. So they weren't going to have enough bodies to replace us. <laughs> That's, you know, but, 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 but if you're questioning if this is you, you may want to talk to uh, your local recruiter or whoever your representative or agent is in your IRR. Check your, your most local base where you live at. Give um, them a call. I just, uh, I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to have to go with what, what our drill sergeants told us in basic training. The fastest way out is through. Or you, yeah. could just, or you could just do eight eight years. You could just do eight years yeah. and freaking ca and call it done at the yeah. end. Like, yeah. so. Now, now is it now now now? Here's another question: Is this a bad thing? You know, you, you know, we're just gonna. Be, we're, just, I don't think so. I, I do really we, don't. Are we gonna have disgruntled um, veterans coming in Already a little did. pissed off? You know that they are like, you know, uh, you know, I I can't believe I'm fucking being called in. You know, but I still see I still see dudes on fucking on Reddit that got out. And they've they've got like a break in service, and they're going back in. And it's not it's not often, it's not all the time. Yeah, a lot of guys still remember the suck and are happy to be out. You know, whatever. But like, I still catch threads here and there where I see people are like, I, I I've been out for like five or six years. I'm going back in. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, best of luck, dude. I best had a fucking more power. I to had Brandon Clear with the fucking uh, information. I had a a um a staff sergeant going through fucking basic training with me because he had been out for six years. So he had to redo basic training, but they, so he was a, he was a Sergeant first class. They knocked him down to staff mm -hmm. when he resigned. So he just lost one pay grade, but he had to redo basic training yep. to go back in. And he'd been out for five years at that point. And, but he chose to go back in. Right. Kind of like, kind of, um, like when I re, when I reclass, I had to redo basic training down at Fort Benning to, to, to become infantry, right? And it was like I wasn't yep. I, I wasn't an NCO at the time. I was I was still a lowly specialist. But there's a big difference between somebody who's been in for five years with a fucking a year long fucking deployment to Afghanistan and and the fucking dudes that just got out of high school fucking three months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. now, yeah, because you're uh, you're going through basic. You've already got a fucking combat patch. You've got fucking. I was fucking thirty. I was fucking thirty three, bro. Like I was like an old man to these fucks, dude. Like they didn't know. They didn't know what the fuck to do with me, dude. They called me Graybush. They literally called me Graybush. Like. <laughs> and the last thing that we have to talk about is your is your job a nightmare? Is it them? Is it you? It's usually them. It's usually them. So the so like the first thing, it, the we got. I just have seven points, very small points. Okay. Number one, is it me? Sometimes you really are a bad fit for a particular job. Maybe you're an extrovert hired for a job that was supposed to be hybrid, but was turned into 100% work from home. And the silence is driving you crazy. Maybe you're a huge introvert hired for a business development job that turns out to require a lot of networking, cold calls and traveling to trade fairs to chat up the customer. Rule of thumb. If you don't see yourself staying at this job for two, three years, find a better position in that workplace. Or if you happen to like the job, respectfully look in other places and keep the job. I would, I, th this one like is real easy for me to quantify because I saw this all the time in the army. I did not belong as a mechanic. I stuck out like mm -hmm. a sore, I stuck out like a fucking sore thumb. 
I was way too fucking motivated, way too fucking dedicated. Didn't want to be doing the MLS I was doing really at all. And I just didn't belong there at all. That's not to say we don't have dedicated, motivated mechanics out there in the army. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. I was just not, it was different. Okay. Yeah. When you I went over to the infantry, to be a mechanic, when I went over to the infantry, I saw a lot of young cats and this is no disrespect to them. Okay. At all. But I saw a lot of young cats that did not fucking belong in the infantry. Like they probably got stars in their eyes, fucking seeing the blue cord and the cross rifles and whatever the fuck else that the recruiters turned them on to. But it was like, when you're out there in the field and the suck and the mud and the blood, like not everybody fucking is fit for the fight. And that's, and that is not a statement against any individuals. That's just, I saw it. I saw people that would have been, I saw people that would have made much better freaking cooks, medics, mechanics, signal, fucking Intel, whatever, what like literally what, like take your time when you're picking your job in the fucking armed forces folks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make sure the job is a good fit for you. John, go ahead. Uh, the next one is, is it military memory? Civilian culture shock is tough on new veterans, and the civilian environment is so different from the military that it is easy to secretly think you have made a horrible mistake. This is usually marked by thoughts such as, I never should have left the military, or another move was not that bad. The kids would have enjoyed moving three times during high school, or I want to go home f- for lunch and never come back. Digitized desk. We, we we love you sharing your stories too, dude. Like that's that's awesome, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. Sorry about that, John. No, no, it's okay. Hey, we we the reason why we're here is for for interaction with the people who Absolutely. come here yep. because we want to reach out to all veterans and every veteran that we can, you know. Because there's the one side of the veterans who are like super proper and you know all you know ABC News and shit, and then you have uh, us us um, you know, the national inquirer you know yeah, basically like basically we we don't we don't we don't tend to take ourselves too seriously here we actually like to fucking smile and laugh and have a good time we don't jerk off to fucking gun porn okay so sorry but we're still here for you and that's wait, okay wait. i'm not supposed to jerk off to gun porn <laughs> if, if that's that's what i was just about to say if that's your thing like dude do your thing and whatever helps you you know, maintain a, a healthy, like work, work life balance and emotional and spiritual health too. We just, that's not typically us here. Cause we, we like to fucking joke and laugh and tell fucking sophomore college humor, fucking jokes. Okay. And we're in our, we're in our fucking middle, we're in middle age and we're all yep. having a fucking, we're all having a crisis. So fuck it. Like we're, this is going to be our midlife crisis fucking podcast. Okay. So yeah. Hope, yep. hope, hope somebody out there enjoys it. So th- thank, thank you. Double D. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the but the rule of thumb for military memory is know that this is a fairly typical experience. It's all of us, okay? There are even times I was working at Target and I was like, "Fuck, I, it would have been much easier to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and do and work oh. out." And you know, but some of the jobs are soul sucking, mm-hmm. dude. There's some soul sucking yep. jobs out there. Yeah, but the rule of thumb is that it takes at least one month of a civilian life for every year you spent in the military before you feel a hundred percent like yourself again. So take a deep breath. And keep on moving forward. I think I'm. Still I want to know who came up with that fucking number yeah. because that number is extremely fucking wrong. So I've been article, out since fucking 2013, the and I'm still making written, up for the fucking years I was in the military. The, artic- the article that was written is by J.C. Eckert from Military.com, so you could go after them. Uh, the next one is it? The You're ch- reading the article, so I'm going after you, John. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you find that you've been catfished at the job. 
They pulled the bait and switch, and the job you thought you would be doing somehow turned into telemarketing. That's or is it, or is it an unidentified catfish because your new company lost its contract, so it found something else for you to do? This happens a lot. That's a red. That's a red flag. I'm also going to say that's that's typically uh, a problem in the coasts and the major urban areas, like in the middle. That's you're not. That's not going to be a typical job uh, complaint out in your rural areas or smaller towns. And maybe maybe even some smaller cities of size, yeah. But in your major, yeah, you just just fucking get get kids kids. Your friendly neighborhood Jay worked a lot of fucking what we would call Joe Joe jobs. No offense, Joe Joe jobs. Fucking back in the day, I've done a lot of Joe jobs, and I have I have walked out on a couple. Not a lot because I I tried to have a little bit more, you know, carry myself a little bit better than that. But if there were a couple jobs that I straight left. And I'm not I, was not, I was not afraid to do it. I was not afraid. To do, I wasn't a dick about it. I just fucking left and I never called there was, back. There was actually a job that I left and came back to because I thought it would be a little different. But when I came back, it was much worse. So it, it was. Yolo. Yeah. Yolo. You know, I, I just I couldn't do it. And, you know, the my rule of thumb, you know, and it says here, the rule of thumb, if the job is abusive, dangerous, illegal, quit as soon as you can. But what they don't mention here is if the job is mentally squeezing the juice out of you Same it's thing. not it's not walk. worth it fucking walk like, it's take, it's not take, worth take, it take some advice from pantera and phil ensemble and just fucking walk now these fucking next walk. two now this one the next one and number five kind of work in the same way is it the boss is it the money you know well, i'll no, bet joe i bet joe could tell us about that one <laughs> all right number four and five is it your boss is it the money? Obviously, bosses suck. You know, that that's something that you either have to adapt to or you have to kind of be like, well, you know, can, can you work through it? Can you work through having a shitty boss? Do you does he does he come around the company a lot? Do you face him a lot or her? You know what I mean? Things like that. Same thing goes with the money. If you're a veteran and you're receiving your your disability compensation compensation, whether it be one from a hundred, you're, you're getting you know the, the, there's factors. Do you have kids? Are you married? Are you single? Do you not have kids? Are you know you may just be breaking even with that job that you get now, along with that compensation from the military that you get, and sometimes it's just not enough. So. You know, along with the mental anguish, the shitty boss and stuff like that, is the money worth it? Is it worth it to bring to, to get that? Yeah. Hey, we got want to say hi to freaking Gonzo. Good to see you, buddy. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Mr. Strobridge. Strobridge. Mr. Strobridge, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> yep. Number six, is there something to learn? Is there something to learn at the place you work at? Is there is there room for progression? You know? Do you see yourself when you walk into that place, ask yourself, do I see myself here in five years? And if I see myself here in five years, do I see myself doing the same fucking thing that I did when I first walked in? And if you're OK with that, that's OK. But at, but you got to ask yourself that fucking question. You got to ask yourself. the yeah, question. And, and like I said, that is OK, because some people I like security guards. It's, I think I think security guards are the best example. This is like this is a thing where we uh, the term I think we use in the military is managing expectations, like manage your manage your expectations. Like there's Absolutely. nothing there's nothing wrong with using a job as a, a stepping stone to a better job or a better paying job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but man, manage your fucking expectations. Okay, and especially in the in today's job market, yeah, manage your expectations. 
I had to take I, I had to take my fucking first drug tri- drug test this week uh, since I got out of the fucking army. Okay, like for one of one of the two security companies I work for. Guess what? They said I passed. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like they said it. The only two the only two things they should have found would, would have been alcohol and freaking cannabis. They said I did fine. So okay. Happy to be happy to be on board the ship. Like, oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. And then um, you know, the last one. Is there a career coach available? When you're going through a transition, a career coach can be helpful. Career problems often benefit from being brought out into the light, and coaching is not therapy. It's strategy and one of the advantages of your new civilian life. Uh, you know, these things could be costly. Maybe you have a friend that's really good with the, with the gift of gab and knows some of these things. Talk to them. Talk to your friends because you may have 20 friends and I bet you money one of them knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Well, and this is why this is why I, I continue to stress the importance of having some functional form of a goddamn social circle. Yeah. Guys, and, guys and gals, we have got to stop fucking isolating. Put yourself the fuck out there. Meet people. Mm-hmm. Okay, do something. Find a Network. fucking hobby. Like, and it and it, it can be it can be games. It can be the video games. Start there. But at some point, you got to get that ass out of the house and talk to people face to face, like human beings have always done for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Okay, like there is something to that. And there is something that that there's a, a a health benefit that comes with that. Being in the job market and working at jobs is still part of that. Okay, but you gotta fucking do it. Nobody's gonna give you an idea about a job that would be would be like really cool for you that you'd never thought of before if you're not there for them to tell you the story. Like you've got to be there. Roger that. Just saying, just throwing it out there. Like, Roger that. And that you know that leads perfectly to today's. Uh... You know, uh, final thought, you know, and, and I love it because I, I I love the final thought. We've been doing this since the very first episode. If you guys don't mind, I'll take it. Um, you know, this, this week, you know, I talk about every time clouds over our heads can be happen to anybody. OK. It happens to kids, too. Mm-hmm. I've said this maybe once or twice before, but it happens to kids, too. Talk to your children about mental health. Talk to them if they're having ang- ang- angry outbursts and they're saying things that that could det- that that could be very detrimental to their future. You know, you talk to them, okay? You they they you have to remember kids are still learning, even your own kids. And sometimes it's not a fear of not wanting to talk to you. It's not knowing how to express it. And I think that that needs to be promoted more. Agree. Agree. This, uh, you know, we have, you know, um, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go out there and say it. My 11 year old son had said something that, that hurt, that hurt me. He didn't say it directly towards me. He said it about himself and it hurt me as a a father. Stings your heart. Stings your heart. And, and when I, you know, growing up and you hear you hear yourself say things, you know, you have yourself a bed and you're just like, oh, I just wish I would, you know, get this done already. You know, you don't realize the people around you who are listening to that and how much that hurts them. 
and to hear you know to hear you know your own child say something like that it's it's heavily important that we protect our children and we talk to them about what mental health is doesn't matter how young they need to be mental health can start as soon as you come out the womb we don't see it we don't see it it's just a, it's mm -hmm. it's a way about helping them express helping them express how they feel guys the national suicide hotline is star 988 1-800-273 talk they are there to listen to you 24 hours a day seven days a week there's no shortage of volunteers that are there you could go on google okay all the resources are there guys you are not alone if you don't want to talk to us your loved ones, your best friends, talk to somebody. Someone is qualified to speak to you and your children today. And that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much. I'm John. Fucking A, dude. It's always good to fucking see you guys. It's always good Everybody. to be here. Fucking, it's always a pleasure. Every week, every 168 <laughs> hours, get your asses back to formation fucking next week. All right, we're going to be back. It's fucking thunder and lightning here in Kansas City, dude. So I'm about to go on my back porch and fucking drink a couple more fucking Trulies. All right. And like, just enjoy the fucking rain. So we got heavy rain here too, man. Yep. Guys, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate the, the people that come out here for the live shows. But then you guys are really showing up when the episode sh gets fully uploaded. So you guys are there for us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Triple H, thank you so much for, for joining us today as a guest host. It, it is you know what, John? true. You can still go fuck yourself. I will. I will. Guys, we'll see you in 168. Love you guys. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Have a good one.